A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus, and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad, so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. As Jesus was proclaiming the message throughout Galilee, a leper came to him. Leprosy, or the various skin diseases included in the term, was the most dreaded of all diseases because it separated people from family and community, and thus constituted a living death. Ancient rabbinic sayings compare the cure of leprosy to raising the dead. The German Benedictine Anselm Grun points out that the leper has been excluded for so long that he has internalized the feeling of rejection. The leper can't bear himself. You can hear the hesitation in the question. If you wish, you can make me clean. Great patience is required before those who reject themselves can accept care from outside. The healing takes place in several stages. The first step in Jesus' therapy consists in compassion. The Greek word for compassion really means being moved in the gut. Jesus allows the leper to enter the area of his vulnerable feelings. Then Jesus stretches out his hand. He creates a relationship with the sick person. He doesn't treat him as an object. Jesus offers him his hand and makes contact with him. Literally, he embraces him. He doesn't just see the inner bitterness and the accumulated resentment from the outside. Jesus touches the other person in his leprosy. There are many who prefer to steer clear of such people. Jesus is not one of them. By touching a leper, Jesus makes himself unclean. He dirties his hands. I do will it be made clean. The second dimension of healing is restoring the person to the community. Last week, when Jesus raised up Simon's mother-in-law, our translation read, she waited on them, which makes it sound like they just wanted lunch. But the Greek word is diakonia, from which we get the word deacon. Her healing allowed her to resume her ministry within the church. In another place, 
Jesus posed this question. What shepherd among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go in search of the lost one? At the heart of the gospel is the conviction that whatever divides us lessens us, and that we are never complete until we are united with one another. Father Richard Rohr says that those at the edge and those excluded from any system ironically hold the secret for the conversion and wholeness of that very group. The church is always converted when the outcasts are reinvited into the temple. You see this in Jesus sending marginalized people to show themselves to the priests. It's not just for their re-inclusion and acceptance, but so that the group itself might be renewed. Living inside a community of love is always costly. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ, St. Paul urges us, and goes on to show us what this looks like, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many. With the freedom won through Jesus Christ is the responsibility that the individual has to the community. We see this in the distinction between secular and religious freedom. Secular freedom is having to do what you want to do. Religious freedom is wanting to do what you have to do. Jesus told the leper not to tell anyone, but he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the word, so that Jesus could no longer go into a town openly. Mark began the story with Jesus on the inside and the leper on the outside. At the end of the story, Jesus is outside in deserted places. Jesus and the leper have traded places. This is only the end of chapter 1 in Mark's Gospel, but Jesus is already an outsider in human society. You can already see the shadow of the cross falling across Jesus' path. But whether Jesus is in the town or country, people find him. What he is saying and doing are what people want to hear and see. There may be a mystical hint in Jesus' sudden leper status, in the Holy One becoming unholy. It is captured in a poem by Jack Shea, A Prayer to the Pain of Jesus. When crutches were thrown away, did Jesus limp after the running cripples? Did his eyes dim when Bartimaeus saw? Did life ebb in him when it flowed in Lazarus? When lepers leapt in new flesh, did scales appear on the back of his hand? The Gospels say Jesus felt power go out from him, but neglect to say whether at that moment pain came in. Did the Son of God take on ungrown legs and dead eyes in the terrifying knowledge that pain does not go away? only moves on. St. Paul reminded the Christian community at Corinth 
Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. In the Eucharist, then, we remember not only the sacrifice of Christ, but also the sacrificial gift of everyone who has imitated Jesus' selfless love and sacrifice. Every time we show compassion and enter into someone's vulnerability, Christ is present. Every time we reach out our hand and touch someone in need of comfort, Christ is present. Every time we set aside our own freedom to stand instead in someone else's shoes, Christ is present. Every time we treat someone with gentleness, being careful so as not to break the bruised reed or extinguish the smoldering wick, Christ is present. Every time we are faithful to the promise of love, Christ is present and life is full.